Welcome to the MWG podcast. This week we have a special guest, Solidus. You may recognize him from our last offline tournament. And it's been a year and there's a lot to talk about. Today we will discuss the future of fighting games and our eventual return to normal. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Solidus? Yeah, and I just want to first, uh, before I introduce myself, want to thank you guys for inviting me to the podcast. Um, as I told you guys before in a pre-show, if you want to call it that, is that um, I listened to a couple of podcasts before. I noticed you guys had a lot of community members, but like it's been said many times before, COVID has been disastrous for many people out there, both um, in gaming and off gaming. And now that it sounds like the light at the end of the tunnel is coming, if you will, um, I was really curious to see what ideas you guys were having when the inevitable return was going to be here and really just wanted to be a part of it and see what we can do as a community to um, start the brand up and rather than just build it how it was before, uh, build it better, build it better and see what we can do to invite more players into the scene. Um, but to give you a little of introduction, if I will, my name's Simple Solidus. Um, I think like most people, when they're trying to think about a gamer handle, it's like a huge life choice. You're like, okay, what's going to be my name? <laughs> and I wanted to make sure like it's a name, like I was not going to get bored and I didn't want to change it. Because uh, one thing about me is like, kind of like want to be a perfectionist and I want to pick a name that hopefully lasts forever. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually, at the time when I was speaking the gamer tag, I was really fond of the video game series, Metal Gear. And uh, I didn't want to, and I like Solid Snake, but I don't want to be Solid Snake. It's like playing Halo and saying, oh, I want to be Master Chief as my gamer tag. It's too generic. But it is actually from the antagonist there, Solidus. And uh, as, a, as a double, if you will, for the gamer tag, it's also the uh, Roman coin, what they call the Roman coin back in the day in the Roman Empire, late Roman Empire. Okay. So I was like, Solidus, that sounds cool. I like it. Um, so nothing too special, just from that game. Okay, so it seems like you have a history with the, with the game. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty normal. A lot of gamers will, you know, just from their favorite games growing up, or sometimes it's just random, you yeah. know. But it's cool that your name has a history. That's good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gonna get. I want to uh, keep something that, for the most part, just will never get bored and just stick with me. And so far, it has. So I guess mm -hmm. I made the right choice. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um. So with that being said, going into you know coming from your from your gamer side, so what 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 got you into in, into gaming? So obviously you love met, met, Metal Gear. So is that something that is that one of the things that you grew up grew up playing that really inspired you to keep it going? Or yeah, Metal Gear. I mean, most people have their own uh, video game series that they like. Metal Gear clearly is one of them for me. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of starting from the beginning, I mean, this is kind of a story that's been repeated many times. Mm -hmm. I started in the original Nintendo all the way from Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't until like when I really, because I mean, as you grow up, you're going to change uh, the way you approach things. And it wasn't until, I mean, you might laugh at me, but it wasn't until like Pokemon Red and Blue came out and you can actually use uh, a link cable to connect your Game Boy and uh, mm -hmm. fight other Pokemon. That mm -hmm. I kind of got into the competitive aspect of it. And uh, before that, I do want to mention that a big part why I got into fighting games, and I think the way I started approaching games a lot differently, was I have a very heavy sports background. So mm -hmm. I played a lot of soccer, a lot of soccer. Mm -hmm. And that led into playing like a lot of sports, both in school and outside school. Played in a lot of teams. And I played pretty much everything from volleyball, basketball, what you will. And I want to say the biggest thing, and I want to see if you guys can relate, but when you have your siblings and you have a bunch of cousins, and I'm Latin, so 
I mean, Latin people just, you know, they reproduce. So I have like, are you going to laugh? I have like 38 cousins. Okay, so got it. When oh. we got together and they're Super Nintendo and we have Killer Instinct, it's a bloodbath. So, oh, um, man. Yeah, oh, yeah you fight for uh, you fight <laughs> <down> the controller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're fighting for the controller. And uh, speaking of that, too, a part of the reason, too, is uh, I grew up also, I mean, during the arcade scene. So fighting for the controller, also making sure your quarter or 50 cents, whatever have you, doesn't go away. So mm -hmm. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, whatever have you. Um, and I think it was a combination of all those things that got me into gaming. Um, okay, got it. Mm, I do want to add something, if I may. I think um, when, I, when I really being about the sports background, I think when you play sports, it's like pretty interesting to play sports and you have a combination of different uh, ethnic backgrounds and different communities. And I think it's really important to find commonality. And mm -hmm. I think in gaming, I wanted that aspect. I wanted that aspect to also like reach people because there's some people that don't like sports or don't like to go out for the most part. And mm -hmm. I always thought like, hey, what, what about the gaming scene? What is out there? So I think that's sort of like same philosophy of trying to meet new people, grow the scene or find another community I can be a part of is what got me into gaming in the first place. Um, so I'm trying yeah. to think, I'm trying to give more of a chronological, if you will. Because uh, mm -hmm. I ended in Nintendo 64. Oh, okay. So I'm going to add this. Um, I think the first game that I started taking it competitively was actually um, Halo. Oh, um, yes. Classic. Yeah, what was actually Halo. And the fact that it was, because uh, that was the first one you can actually connect the consoles together and create a land center. Oh, and okay. um, so cool. I like yeah, how this is going. Dude, it was so <laughs> cool. And at the time, I actually, so I lived in the Bay Area for about 17 years and moved out here in Tracy, like in my last year of high school. And it was there where I met a couple people that played Halo. And I was just like addicted because I just, I just wanted to play with my friends. And naturally, like kind of why I gave the sports background is like I was naturally competitive. I just wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to see who was the best. And it wasn't in some sort of like toxic level like a lot of gamers use. Uh, mm -hmm. but it was just fun. It was, it was fun trying to challenge yourself and play with other players. And um, I think that was the first game that kind of uh, got me into console gaming. Because before I was into PC gaming for a while playing Counter-Strike. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I was, I was playing Counter-Strike quite a while. But this is kind of one of the things where I wanted to add. But the reason why I like consoles, and I don't know if you guys think of this way, but I think the PC's problem is that there are way too many variables and way too many systems. The console's biggest, um, I'll say, advantage is the fact that uh, they're all the same. You just plug and play. You don't have to worry about like 140 hertz monitor or whether it can run 60 FPS or this big machine. They're also more compact. So I like the idea of playing something. Have everyone you seen has. The PS5? Dude, I've seen the PS5. It's, it's huge, man. <laughs> when I saw the PS5, I was confused. I'm like, is that a console or is that like a future router? I'm going to have to upgrade. I wasn't sure, man. I was like, what is that? Oh, my but God. Um, definitely not compact. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know what you mean. More compact. Yeah, than I, get, I get what he's saying. I'm just. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And um, I don't want to, I hope I don't uh, enlarge this conversation bigger by talking about the history, but I'm going to get to fighting games real quick. But oh, no, played, you're, we want to hear the history. We, yeah. we, we love this. this is yeah. Good. So after I played Halo 1, you know, it's LAN. And the reason I say LAN is, well, the sequel came out, Halo 2. And at the time, I didn't have Xbox Live, and I was so excited to get Halo 2. I'm like, I pre-ordered it and everything, and I got it, put it in the disc. It didn't have Xbox Live, very important detail. And I played the campaign, and I was disappointed. I'm like, what is this? Like... 
I, I thought I was supposed to be killing the aliens. Now to become one? Hell no. This is not <laughs> what I signed up with. And <laughs> um, it wasn't like till like a month later that I finally got Xbox Live and I fell in love with it again. I'm like, this is what competitive gaming is all about. And um, and at the time, um, was going to bring this up too, but before Halo, I actually got a GameCube. So my grassroots in gaming also came up with uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, which I loved all the time. But that mm -hmm. one I never could play. I could never actually play in a tournament. I only played with uh, my cousins that I had. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, just like naturally think you're the best for playing with your cousins. You beat them up, but you play no someone else <laughs> and you just get destroyed. Like, wow, I'm terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to. I think we all have that. Uh, I think we've all had that competitive experience. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. The humbling and experience. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah and uh that was playing, good yeah and with playing halo 2 and uh um during that time period mlg was a was starting it was just barely coming out and i noticed they both had melee and um halo 2 i never i would just go to the end and get a uh, uh, quentin tarantino the end i never became a pro or anything in halo but i will say that it did get good enough to at least play with um specifically in halo with a pro player that did play in the pro scene did go into the circuit and say it had a a pretty good battle rifle and he can never kill me so that was kind of like my like ah oh, pat him the back i'm like all right at least i got somewhere oh you hang but, in uh, you, you could hang right i could hang and that's i think nice. that and i think that's part of like uh why, why i brought that up is like um i just wanted to know like i always want to like it's kind of like wine tasting can mm -hmm. can i get there uh, and that was okay with not going full on in trying to you know make it some sort of career or put more time into it i mm -hmm. just wanted to prove myself like can i get there can i hang with the pros um and halo 2 is my first kind of taste and that kind of just started the whole thing and uh almost near the end i promise but then um you know halo 2 <laughs> came out and there's of course halo 3 in 2007 uh i played that one a bit competitively uh as well and that one um so that one i was doing tracy and um i actually so you guys remember blockbuster video right absolutely <laughs> okay classic yeah. So I didn't work at Blockbuster Video. I actually worked for a bit at a Hollywood Video as competitor. Yes. And yes. Video. yes. That's the, best the real Blockbuster. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and um, I saw I, I met a lot of friends through Hollywood Video and actually hosted a couple of tournaments there as well. They're small tournaments, like nothing big. Like if you're thinking size wise, it's like no more than like 15 people, I'd say. But um, did you host a brawl tournament? I did, host, off, I did I did host one brawl tournament before and uh I didn't play but I did get my ass kicked by this guy who played a warrior but I'll get to brawl real quick. <laughs> I did host yeah, I did get um I did get, I did host one brawl tournament near the end. Um but the reason I bring that up is during that time period I also kind of land Halo 3 and that one kind of like the situation where the example I told you guys where I played with a player who did go all the way to the pro circuit we actually got a player to actually drive who was on the circuit, but actually met him and land with us in Tracy and said that we already were good enough to kind of like play Halo uh, uh -huh. or start the team. So mm -hmm. um, I, I, I bring that up because not to kind of say, oh, wow, you're trying to say it's like awesome in Halo. No, I think that just that kind of adventure or, or giving myself a challenge and playing a game and trying to express myself in a way is kind of how I decide what games I'm going to play. Mm -hmm. But um, around that period, I'd say it was a dark time because uh, then I got my heart broken. 2008, I didn't have a Wii. And uh, I'm glad about Hollywood Video. I bought the 
we from someone that was working there paid uh-huh. 200 bucks that was a good deal because at the time you couldn't find a Wii anywhere right but uh super smash brothers brawl and i'm like what is this caca i i what this is not melee um <laughs> oh you talking about bra- oh, brawl oh no. super smash brothers brawl <laughs> i mean i had to be a front and i'd say it was probably the most disappointing game i've ever played um from a competitive <laughs> aspect i mean i can articulate very well but random tripping they made the sweet spot mechanic very close um everyone was so wavy like people in the air a lot more and i i and you please anytime you guys want to like shut me up please let me know no but, you expressing your disappointment in yeah. brawl is funny yeah. Yeah. it's the best yeah. thing but it's like and then like i i was playing marth and melee and marth here was not even the same i'm mean, not even close the short hop was so easy you can combo all the time even when I won, that that's the thing too. Is like um, winning has to feel like some sort of reward factor. Like like it was a skill. Like there's some so there's somewhat different in pro west between you and your opponent. And I didn't feel like that in brawl. Mm-hmm. So I played snake because snake was good, but I didn't feel good about playing snake. Like I felt right. sick to my stomach, <sighs> and um, I was really disappointed. I'm like damn, like this is what fighting games are going to be now. And oh. um, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, I was pretty pretty down on it. And uh, I'm nearing the end, I promise. And then finally in 2009, the one game that probably kind of shaped and kind of solidified all that I mentioned, the entirety of sports background, the competitiveness inside me, uh, was Street Fighter 4. Like Street Street Fighter 4 was my baby. That one like opened my eyes to, like that was the one I would say I was definitely a part of the fighting game community. Um, I mained Ryu and I liked Ryu. It was simple, it was easy, but I can express myself with the character. And it, it was exactly what I wanted. I'm like, man, this is what gaming is all about. And it was the first game I bought a fight stick for. It's the first game I went out to tournaments for. Uh, I even went out there. And do uh, you guys know who Daigo Mahara is? I'm sure oh, you absolutely. Do, right? Legend. So I actually, <laughs> I, I actually met, inevitably met Daigo in the uh, 25th anniversary, like Capcom tournament that they had. Okay. It wasn't nice. even a tournament. They just kind of had a little get together uh, mm-hmm. where the pros played. But um yeah, I think Street Fighter 4 kind of shaped up what I wanted, like what gaming was all about. And um, so who was the main? So my main is in Ryu. Oh, no, no, Ryu. no, no. Sorry. Was what? Go ahead. Oh, never mind. I got something mixed up. Oh, you need to make that. No, it's, it's good. Um, You know what, though? We love that you love Street Fighter 4 because we love Street Fighter 4. In fact, that's what I grew up playing. So Street Fighter 4 is like, it's basically the new gateway. Or it was a new gateway for like competitive game or so competitive much, fighting games. So many people, like so many. Yeah, the FGC like really was like, I guess revived in a way in yeah. 2009. You know, yeah. Street Fighter Four came out and it was just like, hey, tournaments we're here. are back. Like we're here. You know, that Street Fighter Four was, I think, the first time they streamed Evo for Street Fighter Four. It hit like ten thousand like live viewers at once, and that was like the most like fighting games done like ever at that mm. point and it just blew up from there and like it's so cool because with street fighter 4 like melee was able to come back in a big way in evo like i think street fighter 4 really just blew up the fucking game scene in general just because of you know timing like when it was when it came out technology was finally where it was at where you can you know where you can stream games and people are like watching video game streams and yeah, mm-hmm. it just it made a really big difference in fighting games and uh, the history of fighting games. But yeah, 
like a snowball effect, right? Like it's just because yeah. of this, um, you know, fighting games just gains more traction on Twitch, and then melee, you know, makes kind of makes a splash at, at Evo, and it makes it more accessible. And, yeah, and, and and you know, smash in in, in general. So just the it's it's the um I, I, you know we say Street Fighter Four but it just you know because uh, you know because of all these things I think what really brings us together is you know like what like what Solace is is saying what drives him is you know our competitive spirit you know what I mean and then in Street Fighter Four it just made it so that you can be it just put a spotlight on on that competitive spirit and then everyone is kind of like yo let's you know let's let, let's make this bigger let's make it happen you know let's you know hey i want to get yeah. into this you know what i mean so yeah my bad man i meant to say who is the secondary i was reading the word name oh the secondary <laughs> yeah oh are you talking about industry oh, oh solid street fighter yeah okay, okay. I mean, you got ordinary guy but that was a huge cast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh to answer your question i'm glad you guys uh and um are giving me your history with street fighter 4 um did you have any history with Street Fighter 4 personally by any chance? Uh, yeah, that's, um, I okay. wasted lots of dollars at the arcade <laughs> in 10 Jose because it cost a dollar to play when they first got it. Mom taught me how whooped. to play. <laughs> I played at home. I was at home. I, I played at home online. I also went to the arcade. The, um, I, there, when Back when Tilt was Fun Factory here at the West Valley Mall, um, there was this very small scene, nothing too big, but guys knew what they were doing, though, like, mo- for the most part. And looking back, it wasn't anything very special, but at the time, they might as well all have been Daigo Umahara because I was getting beat up, <laughs> like, all the time, and I was playing my busted Ryu. You know, I was it was like a revelation to me to discover... Um, that I could do low forward into fireball. And I was like, man, I'm going to win every game now. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> the low, low forward fireball. And then I, yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, so, uh, all of us, like me, Naj and, and Moss have kind of just been in this area pretty much forever. And, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, uh, <laughs> not forever, forever, but, but yeah, like real quick, um, SJSU got, I think SJSU was like one of the first places in NorCal to get, uh, the yeah uh-huh. so like i think it was fall 2008 that semester they finally added and the line was ridiculous <laughs> and it legit cost a dollar to play one game so if you lost that was a dollar down the drain and the first game, i remember my first time playing <laughs> i was like oh i'm gonna take a uh, sea viper <laughs> nice right, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my god good luck with that dude that's been on the sticks he's got at least like five games under him at this point five wins uh, and he's been there for hours already like it's already been a couple of days since you know since we've uh, had it at sjsu uh-huh. i picked c viper and i don't know what the hell i'm doing <laughs> it's like wow <laughs> i picked the wrong character so yeah never won c viper wait wait moss wait you gotta tell us i got hit with the uh, fadc ultra Oh, sure, you can FADC. Like, oh my gosh! Wait, but but, but you gotta te- but you gotta tell us the extremely this extremely supportive question that you gotta answer for us. How long it take to get from the back of the line to the cabinet? Ooh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I might have been there. Like, so that was this one semester I took off. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, I don't think I had like a class going on. So it was like, uh-huh. you know, like an okay time to go there. <laughs> you limitless um, so time. Probably- so probably like a couple, probably like three or four games maybe. 
Okay. But then the line, the line built up. The line was always long for that game. I'm gonna guess like it took maybe like 20 minutes to get to the front of the line. It... Um, I think the games were running pretty quick because a lot of people were like still new to the game and like dude though you know he was winning. He's been playing for a while, so he was running through people pretty quick. Uh huh. Okay. That's. That, I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem too bad. I was thinking like. I was thinking like convention type hours. Like you're like, oh man, it took me an hour to get to the front and just to lose. Like what's going on? Oh, I'm pretty sure like after my first match, it took it started getting longer and longer. Uh huh. But I just I don't remember it being that long to play my first match. Yeah. After that though, it was bad. So Solidus, uh, we all definitely had mains in that game. I played. I cycled through a lot of the cast at the time. Um, I definitely. I was playing Ryu, I was playing Cody, I was playing Fei Long, you, you name it. But I finally landed on a main, and I ended up playing Geef. I played Zangief for the, for the D. Yeah, it was great. Everyone completely hated hated Geef, but it was great. It was worth it because Geef was so cheap. In that yeah. Game. Yeah, Geef was cheap. I was just car grabbing people. Like, if you whiffed low <laughs> forward in front of me, and I was, like, half screen away, you were getting grabbed for whatever reason. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to do this thing where I say wait, the tech from Aqua Silk, where like you'd be in the corner and you'd hold focus attack, and then there it's Geef, right? So you'll jump naturally because you don't want to get his focus attack. You dash forward, ultra two, and it was oh, it's too good, good times, man, good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm glad you guys all shared tears. Did you have anything you wanted to say about? Oh, uh, oh. yeah, I was just eight on main. I was really, the I wasn't that good at the crazy. game. <laughs> I mean, I was the best eight on. But I was also the worst player. <laughs> <laughs> Naj was playing Adon. I remember the Adon at the locals. Yeah. No, no. I, I, and you know, uh, Wes, you said it perfectly. It's like uh, without Street Fighter 4, and this is just the truth, I don't think there'd be a melee scene. I don't think maybe Ultimate, I mean, I think Ultimate would still been made inevitably, but I don't think it would be a big of a splash. It pretty much revitalized the fighting games. And uh, it brought a lot of people who had the similar story, which is, A, played Street Fighter 2 or Marvel vs. Capcom 2 in the cabinet and brought them back interested in the scene. Um, I think so that's fair. Funny. Yeah. Think that's fair to say, to be honest. Yeah. And, and it's funny you guys <laughs> mentioned the cabinet because uh, did you guys know, I think it was before Tilt here in uh, in Tracy, like right across from the Playlight Nave Chin. Before it was Tilt, they actually had an arcade edition. Um, yeah, and they know, downgraded for whatever they downgraded. Yeah, and I remember did. someone told me rumors because at that time we only had super for console, and I was like, There's no way in my hometown they're gonna have an arcade edition. I figured out the drive all the way to like the city. Sure enough, I go there and I play. And similar story, of course, I was a guy with like 15 wins. I don't know how I did it too because it uh, like one thing about me, I played in an octagonal gate, so I had like eight corners on my fight stick. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that one it was a square gate, but I still managed to kind of like make the adjustment. Nice, but it was so much fun. And I met so many players like this guy's like, Hey, dude, I just got off my shift from Sonic, and he's a Blanca player, and uh, he was tough to beat, but I ended up beating him anyways. But it was fun. Mm -hmm. I was like, Yeah, this is exactly what like gaming's all about. Um, yeah, I didn't have a secondary too to answer your question, tears. I want to go back to what you ask. Okay. Um, Part about me too, and I know I'll answer the ultimate question inevitably, but um, with responsibilities and work, I don't have really much a lot of time. I know so I try that to, so, so I try to like master one character and always tell myself like there's still so much to learn, so much to learn, like and mm -hmm. you know the possibilities are endless. So I try to stick to one character. I do play a lot of them, but I try to put all my time to kind of put all my prowess, if you will, into one character. So I primarily played Ryu or like Evil Ryu Ken. So I guess you can call me mm. the boring like Shoto character in uh 
But they get the <laughs> job. Good. They get the job done. Though. They get the job done. Yeah. Because the reason why I liked Ryu is because execution isn't too heavy, but I can play my mind games. So like, it, this is why I like fighting games because you can like can like see what players react. And this is why I think the offline scene is really important because you feel the player. Like when I would play people, and sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm gonna throw a fireball. How do you react? Oh, you like to block, huh? I'll throw a second one. Do you jump after that? Okay. So then I'm like, what happens if I get this close? And if I notice I start grabbing, I'm like, ah, so this range, you get a little uncomfortable. I'll throw a little forward mm -hmm. or I'll move a little bit. Um, or um, I'll do the shimmy if they call it back then to kind of see if I can get it. Mm, yeah. Yes. So it was like, it was a way to kind of like, because it, it was really like a chess match. You're kind of like figuring out your player and what you can do from your character to kind of inevitably win. And right. I think that's why I love Street Fighter 4. Um, but I guess if you don't mind, do you mind if I wrap up the uh, game system thing or genres? Sounds you, good. You guys yeah, any you questions? Um, was right after that, I played Ultimate Mars Capcom 3. Great fighting game. Um, mm -hmm. It's really cheap. It, it's pretty much you try to make your opponent not play. It's like <laughs> Basically. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it was. It's, yeah. it's a one-player game. Yeah, it's a one-player yeah, game. One <laughs> game. And how, how long your combo you can go and how cheap you can get in. And inevitably ended up being a chick that threw fireballs and a demon. <laughs> with the sword uh virgil <laughs> so yeah it was fun though i loved it honestly looking back uh ultimars kept on three was one of the most creative games out there yes um absolutely. i did have a brawl moment though again unfortunately with street fighter 5 i do not like that game whatsoever it was not street fighter 4 uh mm -hmm. that magic just was not in street fighter 5 and um that's fair yeah fair. Fair, fair, um, fair that's one thing i, I want to say by myself is i don't want to have bias I, I that's one thing i've learned through life is like you also want to say um just because mm -hmm. you like something or, mm -hmm. or you get at something you also have to admit the faults and if mm -hmm. i like a series i can instantly like bring it down if the next one isn't going to be good and street right, right. was kind of like that for me okay um, yeah that's absolutely fair you know uh, i definitely had particular feelings actually all of us do i don't even know if all of us still do i don't anymore i don't know about the other two but i actually have been playing street fighter 5 with a new because i felt that same exact way coming from all those hours street fighter 4 but yeah that's absolutely fair it's just it's so different but um eventually you know when championship edition came out i just decided okay this is just a new game that i didn't grow up playing like this is a new it's got new mechanics it's not the same and yeah and while it's to me it's not gonna do what street fighter 4 did for me it's just doing something else for me yeah that's how i feel about that yeah. game it's absolutely fair that you feel that way about street fighter 5 and that's that's cool it's just um but yeah, you know, I just made an attempt because I'm just I'm competitive like you, man. And I just yeah. want to be where the competition's at. So that's kind of what what's been on. That's kind of how I feel about the game now. Yeah. Uh, in fact, what you just said, it kind of wraps up what my feelings are, which is like, hey, <laughs> if people enjoy Street Fighter Five, yeah, go at it. Yep. Play Street Fighter Five. Yes. I do not want you to like play a game you're not going to like. But I also have to be honest to myself and say, you know what? It just isn't for me. And I just have to move on. And mm -hmm. that's what it yes. is. Um, yes. Yeah, and actually there started moving, like I took a break from fighting games for a bit and then um, played a lot of Battlefield back. I, I, I have a, like if I would say the genres I really like is fighting game and RTS are up there. I, I like StarCraft 2 also. Mm -hmm. And uh, FPS is out there too. But um, I did, I know Contract, I, I think it was, I want to say Infamous. I think that was his name as a Falcon player. Oh, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, he did bring up Fortnite and I know he said he didn't like it. It was just a small nod. Most people don't. Mm -hmm. um but I actually ended up did picking a fortnite and i feel like that game what it did to the gaming community as a whole was probably more astronomical than a street fighter um i agree i'm gonna yeah. be honest yeah i agree i don't 
Oh, I don't hate that game in the slightest. Not even. I mean, I I I yeah. I, I, I like to play like I hate it because I'm so bad at it. But I actually have no ill feelings towards the game. I think I feel the same way. Uh, do you mind me asking what are you guys thoughts about the game? Just out of curiosity, like tell me everything. Like, do you guys hate it? Do you guys wish it was deleted from the servers? Do you wish it never existed? Would you wish Thanos erased it? Like, give me your, give me your... <laughs> I like I that last option. Yeah. So, so Fortnite to me, um, it Fortnite to me, it's a, it just brought gaming into. I mean, gaming's already been on its way to the mainstream for a long time now, but Fortnite because of its, um, because of the art because of the um, because of how it appeals to its audience that it's just brought gaming to an even bigger platform than it already was and it's just changed gaming forever you know now because of fortnite now you have battle passes now you have all these companies supporting the game um very regularly you know they got to take they, they got them taking care of it wanting to cater to the audience want to do their best to to make balance changes you know, and it's just, it has, it's made its mark now. And no matter, you know, and even if Fortnite is eventually, you know, phased out, um, phased out in the mainstream, there's always going to be a very talented group of players playing it. And it's legacy. It's just always going to have a legacy. Like we're always going to like 10 years from now, we're going to be like, yo, you remember Fortnite? You know what I mean? What it did? Because everybody was playing it. Even people at work. I didn't even, who don't even play <laughs> games. We're talking about the black hole event. I was like, bro, you don't you don't even what what is happening? You don't yeah, even play games, right? Exactly. So, but how I feel about it, um, I personally love the game. It takes an insane amount of execution it, uh, to play that game. It's not even about, I mean, it's 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 a shooter, but it's not a shooter, man. Like you, you when you get shot once, what you lose what 20, 30 armor, and then you build. That's all execution, all hard work. It's like fighting mm-hmm. games, you know what I mean? In a way, it's like fighting games, right? As arcadey as it is. But it's um, it requires a lot of execution that I don't want to put the time into because I already spent <laughs> I already play fighting games so I'm just like yo I'm not trying to shoot and execute at the same time so um, I personally I think it's cool I'm just bad at it so I'll, I will I will always like I always throw I always fire shots towards Fortnite but it's um, it's all just to be funny I personally think I still think the game is cool and you gotta work that can make you work yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How do you guys feel out of out of curiosity? Just trying to get like different opinions because I always ask that question and get like. Um, I actually don't really have an opinion on the game at all. Like, I don't pay much attention to it to have an opinion on it. Uh-huh. It's just it's kind of just like a game that a lot of people are playing. Like, I know my nephew plays it, but it's like uh-huh. I have zero interest in it, mm-hmm. so I don't really, so I don't really pay attention <laughs> to it to be honest. Um, I think it's cool that they have like the different crossover events that they've had. But like, outside of that, I don't really care too much about it. Right. Cool. Nice. I like it. I like it. I don't like it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Come on. I mean, all right. Fortnite did a lot of great things for the gaming, but they they do bastardize some characters though. I'll say that. Yeah. Like really looks retarded. <laughs> yeah. Keep at it, keep at it. I want, I want honesty. Yeah, <laughs> we can shame Fortnite. I like it. They did good stuff, like the battle pass. That's it's it's effective. It's a great way to do stuff. But could it have been just any other game to bring gaming to the point? <laughs> I know. Please. Yeah. Uh, like all those little kids doing the Fortnite dances. I was like, what? What's this? What does this have to do with gaming? Got an emote, man. Oh man. But like the gameplay wise, I'm 
I never really got into it. I'm not good at third person shooters. I mean, I'm, I'm only decent at first person. The third person is it's too weird and I can't build. And it just reminded me of Minecraft too much. Uh, man, uh, <laughs> you guys, you guys don't like Minecraft either. Oh, I, I, love like Minecraft. Minecraft. I love Minecraft. I, I love Minecraft. I, I don't, I don't play it anymore, but I still love the game. I've never touched it. Never touch it. Me either. I never touch it either. I tried Fortnite. That's why I kind of tell my Minecraft people, I'm like, hey, see, I like Fortnite, so I kind of like Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but when you say I this don't is like the FPS. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so do you mind if I show you my thoughts? I'm going to try to tickle my point as much as I can. Please hammer me with questions. You can say I'm stupid. Uh, I don't care. No, let's hear, um, it. Oh, let's hear it. So Just... I thought about it too, but it's like um, the reason I, I'm glad you guys asked me the question about the history, maybe to kind of uh, wrap up all my points and kind of mention I look at gaming this way, but Fortnite, yeah, you're right. It was the biggest game out there. I mean, how many countless console wars do we have? about like oh and it's just a big black box for 300 bucks it's pretty weird but you know people only have to pick one because you know some people unfortunately only have to during christmas but everyone fights and fortnite was the one game that finally brought crossplay that finally said you know what doesn't matter you want to play on an iphone you want to play on a tamagotchi you want to play on your pc you have fortnite there you play on an android it's yours man <laughs> uh, you want to play on a texas calculator go ahead it's your throwing a joke in there but you can play with an endless amount of systems. And I think now most most uh, games overall are now starting to include crossplay. And what's the biggest thing about fighting games is that it's kind of niche still. And and it, and the reason I tell myself, why are fighting games so niche? And I truly believe it's because unlike other games, um, I don't know if you guys feel this way too, but especially with teen games, a lot of casual gamers, typically if they lose, they don't like take responsibility upon themselves for a loss. Even if they're the ones that they're like, oh, you know, my teammates are just bad. Like I had to carry them or something. Dude, we still lost. Yeah. The legends. Dude, I, I hate it. And I hate it. And fighting games, this is why I like fighting games because you know what? I want more black and white thing. If, if you beat me, good, beat me. And I'll give you credit. But if I beat you, I don't want any excuses. I beat you. You're just not good. If I perfected you, sorry, like block next time. If, um, you know, I like that. And, um, oh man. Go ahead. Solid. No, you're gonna say I, something. I, I, I'll let you I, I'll say your point. You have to. No, I, I let just it gotta out. say. I just feel. I feel a specific way about this. It's just there are a lot of opinions on as to why fighting games are as niched as they are, and why people, you know, will won't get into it or will play League of Legends or other other stuff, you know, and compare. But you know, again, all of this is subjective. But I don't care. Your opinion is absolutely right. That's absolutely facts. <laughs> no one wants to take responsibility for losing. And they just exactly. want to blame their teammates. Exactly. And they just can't stand it when they can't stand it when I hit you low and it convert into super and they're like, well, why'd I die? It's yeah. because I'm godlike and you didn't block. <laughs> like what is like exactly. it has nothing to do with my bottom lane, not you know, my 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 support, like stealing my kills. It has nothing to do with you not rotating when you have to. You know, it's not because you know, my, my teammates couldn't control the area, you know, when they're holding a specific angle in FPS. No, like, it's just, I just, you lost, I won. And then when I lose, it's the same thing. When I lose, yo, I just got outplayed. And even if you're playing in a cheesy way, I, dude, it's my fault for losing to it. Like, why did I lose? Like, it's because I don't know how to deal with it. You know, no, no, that's no, hold up, though. I'm on the opposite end. Cause I was good at League of Legends. It really was <laughs> my teammates' fault. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> and you know what? That's facts too, dude. Naj, the best league player ever. It can never be your fault. Come on, bro. You right now. Anyway, 
that's why I like fighting games too, because you don't have to worry about somebody else screwing yeah. up and then all of a sudden you can't win. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think like playing fighting games and even RTS too, I feel like it says a lot about you as a character because that's why I'm so attracted to the community because it's like-minded people that understand like, hey, you care about winning? Good. You care about losing too? They go hand in hand. How can you care about losing if you care about winning? They have to coexist. There's just no way. Right. In order to be a winner, they have to be a loser. And I think like what you just mentioned, Wes, was like, hey, when I play and I lose, well, what, what do you do? You pick yourself up and learn and play. And most people, this is this is where I try to extrapolate the term casual. They just say, you know what? It's just bun mashing. That's how fighting games is. And I'm like, dude, you didn't give it a chance. Come on. Like you're just saying that because of your lack of an ability or uh, this is where I go a little bit more in. I'm like your lack of intellectual capacity to understand that you have to press the button at the right time. <laughs> it's too factual. It's just too I know. factual. Out here. And I won't say it in that manner, but it's the truth. People don't want to take the time to learn something. And they don't realize that the games that are easy to pick up and don't have any depth don't get played competitively like Super Smash Brothers Brawl or like some other games. Like I think a perfect game to play is a game that's easy. Like accessibility is extremely important, extremely important. But if you make it too accessible, then the community can't grow and the game and the game community won't stay. There won't be a long lasting community. Um, I'm sure you guys saw the uh, Smash documentary, right? The, uh, oh, the yeah. first one. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, oh, I forgot her name. She, she made some, she made a brilliant comment. Um, and she said that Sakurai made a huge mistake of brawl, which is like by making the game accessible, like he pretty, he pretty much just alienated the competitive crowd. Like what's the point of being passionate for a game when anyone can just pick up and play or like you're about to do this move and your character trips, like how's that fun? Like that's yeah. not fun at all. That's, and But I think exactly. along with alienating the competitive side, it also widens that gap that you're trying to make, you're trying to close because you make the skill gap or the, the skill ceiling is so low that it makes people that are actually good at the game way better than people that, you know, just pick it up casually. No, that's true too, because the, the, the thing is, is just when you're casual or just quote casual at anything, the fact of the matter is anyone who is just more passionate than the other person it's just going to be better than you no matter what because mm -hmm. they put all the time and the, they do the blood, the sweat, the tears. And even though there was tripping and just some wacky mechanics, guess what? Everybody played Meta Knight. And then that's how that's what happened. Look what happened to Brawl. Like it just, it doesn't matter. Like no matter if the skill ceiling is high, you know, that's, that's good because there's just a lot more possibilities. And then if the skill ceiling is low, well, it's just going to, not only does it alienate like a specific part of the fan base but it's just not going to make it any easier for the casual for the, for the casual mm -hmm. quote it's just the truth like it's just you know and you know it's just it's about finding the right balance a lot of these guys try to make you know just try to try to find the balance between um trying to bridge the gap as you you know as you will you know between right. us competitive and casual so like everyone can kind of well, have fun and that's just that's a hard task man like well, what if I told you there was a little secret magic trick that could bridge that gap, that could close everything, which is bring the to community it. together? What is it? It's called an offline tournament. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait till we get there. I the can't wait. The yeah. transition king strikes again. And we're coming soon to where we can actually get back to offline tournaments. But it's going to be post-COVID and the scene's going to change a lot. So what are you guys' thoughts on how everything that we've learned from the COVID lockdown, how everything's going to change. 
wait, what the silence what's going on like it's, it's a lot to think about it's yeah. a lot to think about it's just so much it's so much yeah. so like what did we learn from the covid lockdown i mean uh your last tournament was the last tournament a whole year ago no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I was waiting for you guys to actually say something, which is fine. I just wanted to wait. Um, yeah. Do you mind if I finish my my uh, just my final thoughts on Fortnite real quick? And oh, I yeah, promise I'll answer that. And I'll answer. <laughs> I want to go. Too good. I want to oh, go into. Oh, your I, like I know. I I feel like we go hours talking about the competition, but uh, it's funny. That's why, like, I mean, by expressing yourself is like, uh, that's why you tell a good game is good. Like when you saw Ryu, like me play. And you didn't even see my face, but then you see Ryu, you're like, that's Daigo. The game has to allow you to express yourself. And it feel like in Smash, like Smash has how many characters? 80? It's amazing. 80. Celebrated game. I can't wait. To, yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about Ultimate. But it's like, dude, how do you pick a character here? And I went back and forth. I tried Captain Falcon. I tried Mewtwo. And then after a while, I actually got beat up by this like adult Link. And it kept throwing bombs at me. And I couldn't get back on the stage. I'm like, that's super cheap. I want to try that. And um, I'm like, I, I ended up picking Adult Link, and since then, that's been my main for the most part. Um, and I feel a little good because uh, he's not—he's the least spammy of the three links. He hits hard like a tank, and but um, you do have to kind of like space your uh, your boomerang and, and your um, and your arrows for the most part, because if you throw them randomly, you'll get punished pretty quickly. So he's kind of like Ryu in the sense, like even though, I, even though Ryu's in the game, I can feel like I can be a little bit more calculated with. Uh, with Link, Link and a little bit more strategic and where I'm going to put my bombs. Like the bombs was the one thing that made me like the character. Okay. That's, that's, um, that's, that's good reasoning as to, you know, why you would main uh, a character, but yeah, no, that's, um, that comparison's pretty spot on actually. I mean, and with Link, like a lot of people think that throwing projectiles like takes is, is mindless, but it's only mindless when you don't know how to deal with them. So you really do get punished for throwing stuff. That's just the truth. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see the comparison. Link and Link and Link and Ryu. And yeah, and and th thanks for letting me wrap up that point. And tears. I wanted to go back to what you mentioned, but and mm -hmm. not to like remove any fire from that because it's a great topic. But it's like, what is what is the plan right after the COVID lockdowns and the importance uh -huh. of offline the offline scene? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Um. Yeah, so you guys, you guys, I think you guys should follow up. What do you guys think? <laughs> what did what did we learn? You know what we did learn is that we we learned that uh, online needs to get better. Yeah. That's what on that's what I feel like I learned because it's not you know I'm not saying like another this this may happen again in the in the near future, but it's just playing online is just it's not the future. It's now. Like it's here. Like it's in the present. Like we need to be. There's so many games already that that you that are more than that are more than playable online and you know for fighting games, like yeah, if you ask me, the the heart and soul of fighting games is the community and playing offline. It's just we can't do it like 24/7 though. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just impossible because you know as you said, it's all this with with life and all its responsibilities. I absolutely feel on that because I still work full time and I still try to you know, pursue my, my, my hobby, my passion. And you know what? I just can't be at a land like forever like, all the time. So having, you know, what I learned is like, dude, like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta find a, we gotta find more ways to play. Cause I, you know what I mean? Like one day out of the week, if it's bi-weekly, if it's weekly, if it's bi-monthly, if it's monthly, like it's 
like yeah it's it's awesome we're getting together but it's just like if we want to it's just cool if we had online to grind you know to you know to, to, to grind matchups to grind against other players just to get better you know what i mean that's that's something i, I i've learned you know i'm just like dude like we this gotta be get this gotta get better yeah <laughs> it really uh, does do i guess i want to start by saying do you mind if i say something or moss no. we're you gonna say something sorry i don't want to no. take oh go for it uh i first want to thank you guys if no one has Thank you guys. Seriously, I'll say it third time. Thank you guys for at least being the leaders and trying to start something. It takes mm-hmm. one person to lead the torch. If it hasn't been said enough, I'll say it. Um, I think it's important for a lot of kids, for a lot of people to kind of come together and find some commonality. And it's healthy because online gaming just can't be it. And there is, I and mean, you guys can clearly distinctly see the difference between playing offline and online. And Wes, you said it like perfectly. And what other game to represent? crappy online than super smash brothers ultimate because and exactly yeah and the thing is like it's crazy it's a weird feeling like you have to play online to learn the matchups because there's so many characters but it's such a weird feeling to play a game that if you keep playing online and you keep adjusting to it because you're no longer like reacting you're predicting at at most of the times and that's good and when i played because that was the again the first and last tournament when i when i played last year um at the Play of Live Nation uh, venue was that all of a sudden I realized my up Bs with Link weren't working. I'm like, oh crap, I can't punish this anymore. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on, I'm offline now. <laughs> and I quickly adjusted, but I'm like, you play a different game. And, yeah. and, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I thought about this before. And I think I did well. I, pl- I played a Samus player that, um, that I got him to last stock and I, and seeing his reaction after he was like, oh my God, that guy got me really nervous. So I'm like, it was a successor. I did well, but I already messed up. Like I messed up big time because the fact that it did well, I mean, all this grinding I was doing online, imagine how quickly that would have happened or accelerated if I just went to the tournaments more. And I thought about right. that too. It's like, if you just go to the tournaments more often, I mean, your grinding would be a lot more effective. Um, yeah, I no, I absolutely agree. Um, playing online is actually is, is perfectly fine for playing, just learning the matchup at least. Right. But like when you play offline, yeah, it is a different game. And, you know, at least you'll at the very least, you'll know what your opponent is capable of. And then that's when you that's when you play reactions. That's when you, you know, like I'm not it again. Online is still a learning experience, but it's just a shame that it's just it's a different game. You know, like that's kind of that's it's pretty whack. Um, but yeah, hopefully one day we'll just we'll get there. You know what I mean? With it, it seems promising with rollback netcode, you know, being, you know, being the topic of conversation more and more these days. Yeah. That, by the way, can I mention something? That is that's why melee for me will always be considered like the number one fighting game for me because that game has no patches. It has all the support from the community. That is a definition of a community coming together and just making it grow. And even then, we have like a Ganondorf, also known as Nintendo, in the background trying to shut this whole thing down. <laughs> and the community keeps coming back. Like, we keep fighting and fighting. And I'm like, what can we do? I mean, I don't know what's up with Nintendo. Sometimes I think if I went to their offices, they don't have like, you know, those Cisco IP phones. They have like a can and a string. And that's how the community. <laughs> I don't get it. How do they get with the times? But living in eighteen nineties out here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And you know, the coolest thing I want to say, what well, you guys did well, which like it may be a small thing, but I really like what you guys did with those cards because, oh. like, 
it was cool because um, the funny thing is I brought one of my buddies who never played fighting games before. And I can tell you, after the first time he got beat up, he's like, dude, I want to come here all week. It was really fun. But he's like, I would wish I get one of those cards, but you have to earn it. You have to, you have to be consistent. And it was cool because it kind of just symbolized like all the hard work you had. And then your character that you picked happened to be um, transported into a card. That was really cool. It was really cool. I'm like, yeah, damn, I want my adult Breath of the Wild link card, but that got uh-huh. shut down it's due possible. to COVID. Yeah. If it, if, it, if it makes you and your friend feel better, I don't see myself getting that card anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The the life the uh the rewards are there and I just gotta go earn it and uh but yeah I'm glad that you guys were just down to to come back you know what I mean we want we try to make the the local as enjoyable as possible and if anything that local obviously it's a competition but it's really like at least to me it's a celebration of just something we love man just video games being competitive camaraderie yeah. you know what I mean so so I'm glad you mentioned that because. The player rewards, the whole point of that was to make sure everyone in the community felt like they were doing something because far too often it's just, oh, that's top eight. And then even within top eight, it's like, oh, uh, I didn't get top three. So as long as everybody feels like they've accomplished something, that's the whole reason we came up with it. Mm -hmm. And mentioning that there are going to be new rewards. Uh, I'm not going to say any of them now. Oh, participation yeah participation can actually earn you something that i think would be pretty nice and people would be pretty hyped to have but that's as much as i could say but if you you, if you told me 10 years ago that at the age of 27 that i'd be getting hyped over participation (laughs) i would think you're a wild and not gonna lie (laughs) hey as long as you attend three tournaments at least three that's the minimum to qualify but perfect attendance oh Oh, you might oh. like what you see. Going back to All school, right. I like it. I like it. Perfect <laughs> attendance. <laughs> oh, you know, I got to come up with some kind of name for this stuff. Something <laughs> <laughs> cool, yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything else that the um for for any of you guys? Is there anything else like the COVID lockdown has like made you realize about just not just about fighting and I guess, but just gaming in general? Um, you guys want to add to that? Yeah, I do have some. Do you guys? I'm sorry, I don't want to. If, if by the way, if you guys feel like I'm talking too much, please feel free to let me know. Like, hey, Solis, you gotta shut up. You know, it's our turn. Oh, you're but, the uh, guest. No, no, you're the guest. We <laughs> want you on here to talk. Um, <laughs> so I actually did an experiment. So when the COVID lockdowns hit, um, I actually, me and my friends and the buddies, we actually made what's called a, a little COVID list of all the games we played. So I think what it just reminded me of, kind of like my choice of gaming and me playing fighting games and all the history does shape up the way I, I, I play games now, because I don't think it's thinking about this, but it's like thinking about all the highs. Like if you would rate the high moments of all your gaming, like playing a determined is probably like a 10 or man, almost beating this player at this set fighting game was probably like a 10. But think about that feeling. It's really hard to replicate that feeling, even though it's different in like a single player game. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't mention this too, but I played a ton of single player games, but they have to be high quality. I've noticed that um, mm-hmm. I no longer can like stand playing like a destiny or like a time waster. <laughs> like I already have a job. I don't want to play Anthem and just like grind mindlessly. I want to get challenged. I want to problem. Solve. I, That's why I got into gaming and uh-huh. um, man, I'm going back to Fortnite. I'm sorry, but it's, it's why like, okay. <laughs> okay. The best like, game. 
<laughs> so here's the thing. I want to bring a different perspective about this game because here's uh -huh. the thing. It's a weird game. In the end, for a competitive game, it's not a competitive game. Do not play Fortnite competitive. <laughs> That's the thing. It's terrible. It, when, it was actually my first Battle Royale to play. But uh -huh. I think out of all the Battle Royales, it stands competitively because you, like you do mention, thinking about it, most of the time there's so many, because uh, one thing if, if you probably noticed by talking about Brawl is anytime you implement an element of randomness, it actually degrades the integrity of the game. And I think for a game to be a successful, it needs to have three things and they're all important, but it needs to be community, like a good community, like it needs to be large. And it's why I get attracted to large communities because I always want to be part of these communities. I always want to meet people. It's really fun and exciting. So it needs to be large. And then two, for me, there needs to be like integrity. Like there needs to be some sort of skill factor because otherwise mm -hmm. why well, spend like 20 hours in a game when the guy who just started the first hour can beat you up, then you just have Call of Duty and just wasting your time. Um, <laughs> right, right. And, um, and then I think the third thing is there needs to be like a strong competitive like scene. Uh, I think for me, because part of the reason why I like Smash, well, Melee a little bit more in terms of like spectators is I feel like if you want to make it like an eSport, it needs to be, fun to watch like you can't just play you also have to kind of like enjoy watching videos and right. wanting to grow mm -hmm. um i feel like fortnite had in the beginning because it was so brand new like you mentioned the execution and do all this building was very quick and easy but the nature of it being a team game also had and this is just human nature but most people played a team game every time they lost and especially since in a battle royale we have one life and all that time grinding getting your resources to essentially manipulate your terrain because that's what makes fortnite a bit interesting is most fps when you think about it you can't have to move around the terrain and have like proper game sense to realize hey is this a risky move is this not fortnite if someone shot at you and because the nature battle royale you actually had a chance you can build your way out of it mm -hmm. and you can manip manipulate your pieces to, so, to somehow be defensive and then switch it back and be aggressive and beat your opponent mm -hmm. so there's some skill factor there as well but um I'm just thinking about what I'm going to say next, but I think what I'm saying was uh, I did play Fortnite enough to get into the highest rank before they reset it championship. And I can say that it's a battle royale game it was really fun to get there. But in the end, like, um, I don't know if you guys think about this as well, but a true test for a game isn't like in the beginning where everyone's learning and grinding and trying to figure out how the game is. A mm -hmm. true test for a game is also near the end. That's why Melee keeps getting good because like Marth is now back on top because there's one Marth just showing you all this new tech. Mm -hmm. And that's why Melee is so beloved. But uh, in Fortnite, and this is actually one thing I got from the uh, lead designer from Street Fighter 2 um, HD Remix. His name is David Serlin. And he brought up this interesting point, which is cool, which is like, and this is why I think sports is aggressive. Is like, if you make a game too defensive, too defensive, it's not fun. You have to have some sort of a, an, a, like, it has to be like where offense is going to be kind of the main factor. Otherwise, if you have too much offense, people are not going to like it. It's not fun to spectate a sport. And it's not fun. It's not fun to play. And I think once players got really good at building, I mean, yeah, the, the bottom players can't keep up because like, even if you're good at shooting, if you don't know how to build, you lose. But even in the pro scene, it's like, this is where I'll say, even in the pro I'm scene, sleep, I'm sleeping. I'm <laughs> yeah. sleep during pro yeah, scene. It's so defensive. It, it's so defensive. And it, it's uh, boring. And then everyone ends up happening is the same problems that a battle royale just happen. They just get kind of like emphasized more, which is okay. Random loot random places do you know if the players can drop in the same place you are what if you don't get the right loot what if you don't have the right color weapon what if you don't get the weapon around the same time what if the zone doesn't move there's so many different factors um and i think at the end what's up happening which is crazy if you guys seen it just a bunch of box battles which is just people trying to create these like 
it's they call them one by one, but these boxes surrounding them and you just edit pieces and it ends up becoming kind of like like redundant, I'd say. And I think that's why for in the end, like I mean, kids still like it. It's a casual game, but as a competitive game, it fails at the test in that regard. It's yeah. just the, the, this is the problem. I agree one hundred percent. It failed. It failed. Okay, so, <laughs> okay. Here's the thing, though. As competitive as I think it is, the, the truth is, in a BR, that's where it is. That's that's the problem. Battle Royale, right? The circle is not the same every single time. The loot is not the same every single time and like you said the integrity is important well on to tell you the truth if you add if you add that spice of, of randomness in it it's kind of difficult for it to be truly competitive you know what i mean so i totally feel you on, on that man like it's just that's just the truth man the players and the spectators like hey man you can you can have the sport you can have the game but it's just it's not going to be there if the players and the spectators aren't on board you know what I mean? And I'm telling you right now, I'm sleeping during competitive Fortnite because if I see 25 people in the last circle and everybody's either above or below each other, I'm just like, if I got to wait 20 minutes for the action to start, I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm asleep. Like, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> you yeah. never had that problem because I've never watched Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save yourself the trouble. It was a great game to play in the beginning because everyone was playing, but... Yeah, near the end. I mean, it's still a great game. It's still, I mean, I can talk about it a little bit more, but I think enough of mm-hmm. kind of wrapping up about the fighting games. But yeah, near the end, it's just a game that it's weird. It had a very good skill ceiling. It has uh, it's still a very skillful game, but at the end to kind of get to that peak, it ju- it just fails. It's just not a competitive game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So can we? So um. So going back to the post covid we've looking um just it seems like we've tackled a lot of the things that we did want to talk about but um so how things will change yeah so yeah. it nice is, is there anything in particular that's like opened up your eyes after after a lot, COVID? yeah, yeah a so, lot you know other precautions um are we going to be more sanitary or you know oh, definitely what's yeah. yeah what's the plan here so the the first hurdle with coming back is the masks even if you get a vaccine, even if even if we lift the restrictions and you can meet again, are we going to enforce masks? Because it's been proven to slow down the slow uh, slow down the spread, mm-hmm. and eventually, yes, we're going to have you know no masks at all. Hopefully, COVID is all the way gone; it's not spreading. But when we first get back, I'm I'm still just worried. Like you know, I got to put it out there: no mask, no entry, those kind of things. Okay, like, I got it. It's, we need it's to your, have it's huh? your tournament yeah. so is your yeah. i mean and i'm in the high risk bracket so <laughs> it's uh-huh. yeah, even yeah, worse right. you show it. up without the mask you're not getting in sorry <laughs> yeah. facts facts but oh uh, yeah we have to have hand sanitizer on deck we have to have lysol wipes if people are bringing in their systems from home you know this there's all kinds of uh extra little precautions because like i don't want to grab a clorox wipe and wipe somebody's uh switch and like discolor it or something Mm -hmm. so we have to worry about every station six feet apart that's another thing and you guys have seen these tournaments when it gets heated and you know both players are leaning forward (laughs) it's not gonna happen oh that's how you know they're trying we're we're, we're saying we're trying we're leaning forward we can't be leaning close to each other but we you're leaning forward right (laughs) okay (laughs) don't worry about mics like you know it's a it's an airborne disease. Somebody's on the mic. We got it. What? We have to spray it down. There's a lot of different small precautions, but we're thinking Bring about all of them. 
Yeah, bring your own mic. <laughs> bring your own. <laughs> we all have headsets. You might as well just bring your own headset at this point. I'm yeah. down. Yeah. So there's a lot of you know hygiene <laughs> that we have to worry about. A lot of no more handshaking. Yeah, no more handshaking. I, so I can't believe is... I have to ban that. So there's does this mean does that mean there's going to be a cap on the entrance because it's going to be hard to keep it's going to be hard to keep six feet apart um in play live okay i think we have to because just looking at the venue um if we like we can't have too many people inside the store it's not that big of a store so Mm -hmm. people have to go outside most likely in between matches Mm -hmm. and we can't really you know um increase the mall traffic like that like let's really like moving outside of, like away from the store and then that becomes a problem for like Other, um, for the for the getting the match started and you know getting like the well, for the mall too but also for like the momentum of the tournament you know getting the right. pacing right yeah. um so just i mean you guys have seen i sometimes slow down the bracket we've stayed over <laughs> more than once <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm pretty sure we won't be able to stay over <laughs> yeah with the covid regulations going on so, yeah that- um so um Wow, so we're really gonna have to. So right when we get back, this is definitely gonna be a thing, despite you know us being vaccinated. Um, but it's so. With, with that being said, does that mean if COVID happens to be all the way gone, or if this is like fully resolved, does that mean we can go back to normal? Does that mean we yeah. can not so, do the six foot, six feet, the no mask? It's just, but it, but we're gonna be. I guess we're going about it very cautiously. Yeah, yeah, like when winter okay. rolls back around and it's flu season, you know, we'll probably bust out the hand sanitizer if COVID's gone. He's like, okay. If you want to wear a mask, go ahead. It's not required. Uh-huh. Because, you know, this is this is also a personal, personal medical thing. Not everybody has access to the vaccine. Not everybody wants the vaccine. Some people have already had COVID. You know, and, and I'm not really going to ask somebody, have you had COVID or have you had your vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring uh, your vaccination card with you. Yeah. Vaccinate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little too much. Yeah, it is a little too much. You're right. But the biggest issue will be how do we balance growth with uh, safety? Because, yeah. Uh, the first time we got capped, uh, our biggest tournament was 54. And Classic. We got capped after that. We couldn't go over 50. And, you know, it never happened anyway, but... <laughs> It was always at the back of my head, like, I'm so yeah. close. And then there's something, you know, we can't get around. Right. But, yeah, the first couple tournaments, they're definitely going to be capped. I'm thinking 16. That's manageable. We can do it really quick because uh, we are going to have to adjust to, you know, mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah, and there's nothing I just thought about. The store hours are all way less than they used to be for the most part. I think the mall closes by like seven now. That's wild. So yeah, I, I was going to ask that. to restrict the amount of people in order to get the matches out and done within you know, the time frame. We probably have to start earlier too because can't start at six o'clock and the mall closes. <laughs> right. Well, how can we spread the word out then? Um, like how, how, how much aggressive are we going to be about turnout? Maybe. Oh, I'm still going to be aggressive. Uh, I'm, I'm not flyers plan i've got you know the whole new incentives that i have lined up to hopefully get more people to come out it's ironic because then they won't be able to enter but at least they'll know it's back <laughs> yeah i don't know that's a, that's a that's a yeah, that's gonna be interesting that's a conversation how do you market 
think yeah. any marketing tournament the venue the venue's so small and it's like it's just there's just so many passionate people out here in the valley it's just you know i, I truly believe we can get a sick turnout but you know Ooh, it's just sick oh no 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 we don't we oh no oh, okay. <laughs> here, here we Good go choice of words. Yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> but no uh the best way to get the word out share the youtube channel we have over 300 videos and about 300 views so (laughs) (laughs) check out the youtube we have all the archive footage relive some of your favorite moments study up on you know infamous learn his habits so you can beat him oh yeah Yeah. like oh yeah because you can just do that yeah that works. <laughs> yeah, just you just watch a YouTube video, man. If all you had to do was watch a YouTube video and learn his habits, and I could win. Oh man, dude, I would literally be the best fighting game player in the world. I waste so much of my time doing that, and uh, yeah, look where I am, not getting results. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the, um, but yeah, I mean, we do have. There are a lot of vods, huh? I forgot. There are. Oh my, it's not just Smash. It's Tekken two yeah um, yeah so i mean check out the vods spread the vods because if we can get some online interest you know going in the twitch stream going again mm-hmm. then even if we don't have you know the 30 people in the venue they can be maybe at home supporting us that way mm-hmm. viewing <laughs> i mean uh one idea. one idea i had was we do like a rotating tournament queue where like if you entered last week you can't enter again the next week oh that'd be interesting yeah but, if you have too so many entries, that means right? uh no perfect attendance awards yeah. first season huh? the, the first <laughs> season is going to be really slow it's not even going to be a official way different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. yeah so uh online tournaments are they in the future uh, is rollback netcode in the future <laughs> That sounds like we're doing factor. flippy tournaments, huh? <laughs> yeah. we, we we talked about this. It's uh, I mean at least me not briefly. Very um it's just it's if it's rollback. So it sounds like we have a melee tournament, is oh, what you're I, saying. Yeah, it sounds like melee thing. <laughs> yeah, rollback, probably. Ultimate, I no. Yeah, I'm not even the one organizing this tournament, and even I know like there's no way you can have an ultimate tournament. I, the last two days, me, Maz, and Naj playing each other, like Hey man, we've got some good games, but there's some times where you feel it that we're playing online, and I'm just like, yo, I'm not trying to lose in brackets. You can't even tag to the internet. Like I'm not you losing to the tag offline. Oh. Can't even. This is like, what's happening? Like, uh, real quick though, uh, shout out to Weapon Rate. He hosts Smash Sundays. Check him out. It's a great online tournament. Foodie Corn. He hosts online tournaments and lobbies on his stream. Uh, we're gonna link them in the description later, but check those guys out. Uh, I'll put all the local, or I mean, not the local, but the Central Valley hosted online tournaments in the info on this video. They hit you they, they are out there, but we're they, not gonna run any. And they hit you with the ads? What? Yeah, they come to you there. <laughs> huh? Oh no, no, no! Man. Oh, okay, we, uh, no, I'm just joking. We we we, we just love them. They're they're great. We gotta we gotta support we gotta support the uh the brothers in the uh the community brothers and sisters in the uh community and those guys um they, they do they do great things by just having events man like those guys care enough to host events so shout out to those guys yeah because <laughs> i i'll tell you right now we 
I could not do the online tournament. It's, <laughs> it's a little too much, at least yeah. in ultimate. Yeah, you want to keep your sanity alive for sure. That's, That's for sure. true. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. true. But um, I was going to ask you then, um, I mean, clearly there's going to be challenges. We can't definitely um, not prepare ourselves for like, like reluctant people trying to come in. And I know a lot of tournaments is like, who's going to be the first one to give it a shot? Um, but I assume like it's still no pending day, right? Like, I guess we just have to keep playing it by ear and just wondering like when particularly like summer or sounds like maybe. Well, fingers crossed for summer, but the plan is once everything opens back up, uh, I mean, I've been watching it. Everything opens up two weeks later, there's a spike. So we're going to at least wait two weeks after everything's opened up before we plan anything. Mm-hmm. Just because it's logistics too, you know, we have to make sure uh, we can get everything in order. I mean, I haven't seen Kaiser all for a year now. <laughs> Shout out to Kat. Yeah. And I mean, he's got a lot of stuff that he has to get prepared before we could even, you know, we got to test the stream again, make sure everything's working, get the layout down, figure out, you know, how far apart everything has to be those kind of deals. So, you know, take at least two weeks, get everything lined up. Once everything's open, once it's clear, we'd love to start as soon as possible. Just gotta be, you know, just our number one priority is just to obviously be safe. So that's, uh, we'll definitely be um, seeing how things go in the, in the near future. Yeah. I'm going to be really interested about the turnout because I want to go back to the question, which is like, yeah, clearly COVID which shown us is like uh, online playing online. It's just not the same. Um, and I do mean not just like getting good, but I also mean like mentality wise, like it's, this is one thing that I kind of shared about me is I'm pretty like a, like a health kind of like that, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think it's extremely important. And I tell this all the time. It's like, you got to go outside, you got to exercise. And if you like playing video games, it's great. I, I do. But if you really care about being good at a video game or even anything, you have to do some exercise. And I feel like just going outside and being in an offline tournament, just meeting people is healthy. But, um, that's why I, I really wanted to push for the offline tournament, provided the precautions and restrictions are lifted and it's absolutely safe or the safest we can make it at least. Yeah. I'm looking uh, forward to it. I really yeah. am. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I just, um, just showing up, man. I really took it for, for, for granted. Also, it's going to be easier for me now because I was going there on my day off and I was on night shift. I was working graveyard. So that yeah. means like I, on my day off, I'd spend, I spend one whole day on my day off just being there. But now that I'm on day shift, I actually switch, I switched to day shift for multiple reasons, but this is one of them, right? So I can, after work, I can at least make an attempt to, you know, to, to go to, to this, right? So, um, but yeah, I just, that's just how much the event means to me. Like, it's just, it was just fun. And I thought it was, I thought it was cool to, to, to socialize, to talk about what we like and healthy. Yeah, I agree with all this. I like that. Yeah, the one thing too about the online environment, I, I'm, not sure, I'm sure you guys thought about this too, actually, but I'm really wondering what the scene is because fighting games, they got put on notice. They really did. If you do not have a stable online platform, no one's going to play your game. And I hate to sound a little pessimistic because I'm not trying to be, I'm just trying to be more realist, but I'm wondering, I mean, I think Smash Ultimate will still be alive, but I don't know what the other scenes are going to be because like DBZ Fighters is another game I really liked and that game took a hard turn because they just didn't have proper net code. And when you have a full year of the only option is playing online and it's like playing in a swamp, uh, people are not going to do that. So, yeah. yeah. 
I'm really curious to see what the what the what, what the turnout will be. I think if you don't mind me asking, but Smash would probably be the big one, or you also run like the other games too simultaneously, or just kind of just play it by ear and see what the turnout was going to be. I've I'm hoping I personally am hoping that people just miss offline that much to where they just don't never want to play online again, and yeah. that we do come back stronger. Even a game with D, even a game like DBFZ, which I also love, um, you know the netcode being a suspect as it is, that people will still come out when we host events. We're like yo, fine, like someone will come in, like yo, finally, I just want to play this game because I like it. Play with other people, you know what I mean? And yeah, we. we you know, Naj fully charged. We do Tekken too. You know, I mean, who knows what the Tekken guys are awesome. up to, man? Like, yeah. So we, you know, online for Tekken is not the best either. So you know, maybe I'm just hoping, like, hey, maybe they'll just miss offline events. You know, that much to where people will just will come out. So, but but Smash, I feel like people will always just like Smash because Smash is just it's big, it's just appealing. It's just big. It's huge, yep. appealing. So Smash has lived <laughs> through twenty plus years with. No freaking Nintendo support, no online support. I think Smash will be okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. and that's why, like, uh, I'm hoping like people, because a lot of people don't like Smash Ultimate because it's it's very spam heavy, as people call it. It's why I picked Link because I realized that you, it's very like a horizontal fighting game rather than like a, a vertical one. I feel mm-hmm. like you have to control space from the platforms. It's but, important. Um, yeah, it's extremely important. Absolutely. But I'm just wondering, because um, that's the thing is how when people's like mentality maybe gets reset when the COVID lockdown comes. Because honestly, like when are you gonna fight a fighting game when you can like be Snake and beat this annoying hedgehog, or like play Link and destroy like um, Steve Otena or like Steve? Or, like <laughs> it's dude, a random, I right? I take the Fortnite guy. Steve. Yeah, the Fortnite guy. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Here's that would be your dream, like oh Fortnite guy. Put in here. Oh yeah, that's, that's my nightmare. You guys got it right. Yeah, you know? That's gonna be your uh, permanent training partner. Yeah, it's like when you train, it's gonna be the Fortnite guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope like because uh, it's it is really a celebration of gaming. Really, that's why I feel like Smash is has like all these great soundtracks, great stages, and all these characters. And it is really truly is the symbol of, of trying to bring all these different communities together. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping like when people come back, they just kind of appreciate more. I'm like, man, I really miss playing on offline, and this game's good. So, mm-hmm. what we got? We wrapping it up. We wrapping it up, Nash. Are we? What What are we looking forward to when the restrictions are gone? I think we already answered that question. Just yeah. playing, playing just some playing, games, yeah. <laughs> playing some some games, dude. That's what I'm looking looking forward uh, to, man. Just one last thing I want to say. Uh, crossover. The whole name of crossover the whole point was you had tekken and another game so hopefully everybody who's you know dealt with a year of bad online netcode wants to play in person and we can actually drive some attendance to the side games because uh, i'll let you guys in on a little secret i've tried uh what is it undernight i've tried to get dragon ball fighters i've tried to get street fighter and there was never more than eight people interested at a time so hopefully we'll get eight. Hey, all you need is eight to start. Yeah, we just need eight to start. That's never stopped us before. You remember in the uh, that one venue in uh, what was it here in town? The one venue where I forgot. Naz, you know what I'm talking about. The one we crashed the DS tournament and we bought all the. Oh. How many people did we even have for that Street Fighter Four tournament? There's no way we had more than ten. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
We that just crashed the turnout though. Yeah, remember we crashed that tournament and people were like, "Yo, you got TVs?" And we really got cats out here like, "Yeah, we had TVs in the trunk. Let's go, dude." <laughs> and I was like, "What's <laughs> happening? Why? Why do we have setups?" <laughs> Always gotta be prepared, man. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, hopefully, yeah, you're right, dude. I, I we gotta give the side game some love because I I love more games and smash I actually i actually love a bunch of games way more than smash but I, I, I as much as i like smash um yeah i'll always be a 2d guy at heart so hopefully those guys come out yeah because i mean it's like the arcade you go out and you try the game mm-hmm. this is the tournament scene you go out oh hey strive just came out let me test it out before i buy it dragon ball fighters is out oh i've heard about this but i've never pl- played it <laughs> Yeah, and you come up, you come out, and you're like, oh, awesome. I've always wanted a good single-player game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think about this, too, like, statistics. Like, it's, as soon as I think about it, man, there's, like, 90,000 people in Tracy alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you add, like, all the way from the Strip from Tracy um, and Tika all the way to, like, to Stockton, there's, like, at least, like, half a million. And I'm like, how come we only get, like, you said 54, it's a lot, but I'm like, I know there's a lot more Splash players who can get in here that just knew and would be a lot more inviting. Like, hey, just come here and try. I'm sure you'll like it. So I'm always thinking of ideas to kind of like spread the word. But like you guys said, I'll be retweeting what you guys sent out and spreading the word vocally and trying to tell them, hey, come here and grind and just have a good time. Tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, summertime, we saw a lot more casual players, people who were just wandering by and thought, oh, hey, I'll try this out. A lot of kids weren't in school, so they, you know, they would get their parents' permission and they'd come out. And I have one question for you, Orlando. How did you hear about us? So I just, so I live in Tracy. I don't know if you guys do, if you guys want to share it, but it's fine. But I live in Tracy. I always was in the mall and I just passed by and it just saw a flyer. That was just it. It was just a walk-in really. And I saw there's a Smash tournament, but um, kind of like what Wes said, my, my work was a little bit weird. I always like doing it. I can never like catch it because I, I worked weird hours. I worked for a bank. So um, I, I felt like I, I missed it, but it's funny because uh, I asked you tears through uh, Twitter and you said, hey, what happens if I'm like an hour late? And you were pretty nice. You're like, hey, dude, that's fine. We'll just wait. I'm like, really? You'll wait for me? Um, so I think once you said that and you were being a little bit more invitive, I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. So yeah, I just saw a flyer. I just happened to walk in. And from there, I was like, all right, I'm ready to do this. But then we know what happened last year and had to just pause that. <laughs> wait, wait, Naj, you heard that? The flyers. The flyers are working. It. I love it. <laughs> the fly. yeah. Kays will be happy to hear that one. <laughs> That's the case, man. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say thanks to him again because all all the visuals you see, the stream, all that, that's Kayser. That's not me. <laughs> oh, dude, Kayser putting in work. That man is too humble, bro. I really wish he would just like just one day just take the mic and just be like, "Y'all better hold that because I'm literally I'm literally what you see." Like, <laughs> I'm OD. Like, <laughs> but again, shout out to Kaiser, man. Thank you for everything you done. Thank you, Kaiser. That it, boys. We're wrapping it up. I had a good time. We're wrapping it up. Yeah. Thought this is very productive. Oh, yeah. We were really happy to have you on, man. You had a lot. Very insightful. You know, we just like having people that are just passionate about what we're also passionate about. So thanks for coming out, man. It was it was good. It was fun. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I, I, again, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to talk fighting games. Uh, if another opportunity exists in the future, you guys want to talk fighting games again, please hit me up. 
Oh yeah. Um, I'll give you guys my Discord or whatever, and we can mm -hmm. just communicate and see what's up. Maybe play some fighting games online, and you know, go through the hell together. So sounds good. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds ideal. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been uh, another episode of the MWG podcast. We want to thank our guest Solidus Orlando for coming on. And as always, it's Tears, West Sidious, and Masta. We'll catch you guys next week. Later, guys. Enjoy.